and welcome to the We Will Nomad podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Andre. And together, we will nomad. Welcome to episode 34. Yes, this is a podcast takeover. I can't believe it. I just got taken over. My intro just got totally stolen from me. That's what happens when okay. you sleep, guys. Okay, you can do the rest. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to episode... I'll just do it again. Welcome to episode 34. Today, we're going through an awesome travel gift guide. This is our 2019 edition, and I, for one, am super excited about this podcast. Because gifts are cool things, whether it's for Christmas, birthdays, end of the year, or whatever the reason, there's nothing really nicer than receiving a really useful and thoughtful gift. Okay, maybe we should just say, these gifts are, in our opinion, ideal for travelers like us. So yes. if you go to travel in your family and your group of friends, and you're thinking, oh, what can I give these guys? It will add value to their lives. This might be of use to you. I, it reminds me actually of a story um, of how not to do it. Okay. We were, many years ago, we were on our way to Japan. Oh, gosh, I know what you. <laughs> we were flying from Cape Town and we stopped over in Johannesburg, but it was just like a, like, a, like a change of plane day. And then from Johannesburg, we were supposed to fly to Tokyo. And a family of ours met us in Johannesburg to say hi and wish us well on our travels. Wish us well, and unbeknownst to us, they bestowed us with some gifts, which which is awkward because if you're on a, on your on, on your way to a trip, you know you got your stuff packed up and you're our sort of ready. Luggage was already yeah, checked yeah. through, if I'm not mistaken, even. And then you you, you know it's fine if someone. Uh, Gives you a box some cash in it. That's something you can eat. But this wasn't, it was a chunky It was quite a chunky package. and Not really had anything to do with our travels. No, it ended up being like a cooler bag, (laughs) which was strange. I mean, it's thought, it was, I mean, thank you for for the gift, but... We were heading to Japan to the winter. It was maximum 10 degrees generally two degrees in japan Maybe. and a cooler bag wasn't really yeah. very handy so for people like that who's got no idea what to give people who goes on these kind of trips uh, this might be for you now before you continue what let me just say we right now we are recording this episode we in a bowhole under a bowhole in the philippines and this is the funny thing about doing these podcasts on the road every time we do it in a different location so we're sitting in our little apartment here we've been here for almost a week and you might hear some strange noises, so be aware. <laughs> There's roosters outside. This is the Philippines. This is Asia. There's some scooters. Uh, strange sirens that go. Yes. At so odd times. if there's some odd noises, we'll. There's not much we can do about it. Welcome to the Philippines. Welcome to the Philippines. <laughs> there we go. Welcome to the Philippines. All right. Uh, and the other thing that I just want to mention with regarding to gifting is that we're not actually very big gift givers. And we generally don't really receive a lot of gifts either. And mm. especially for travelers, we often know that people say, oh, it's so difficult. I want to give somebody someone something, but you know, they're traveling, so they don't have space for things, or they're just not that kind of person. They say me minimalist type of person, so we don't know what to give them um, because they're not trinkety type people. And I think this is where I like this guide because all these things are very useful items. Mostly, even if somebody's got one, they'll be able to use the second one of them. Mm. And they really are nice, thoughtful gifts on across a wide range of price class going from 
a couple of dollars, five dollars, all the way up to well over fifty dollars. Yeah, the thing is, unless um, it's it's tough to give give travelers gifts um, because you don't really know how they travel, and those people, you know, like us, we've we we've narrowed our carry, you know, what we carry with us down to such a absolute minimalist uh, list that you, you last thing you want to do is add something unnecessary. So if you're really in doubt, just give them a voucher at Amazon. Well, well there we go. And make sure to use our affiliate link when you do that. Oh, thank you. Very nice of you. <laughs> well, that actually leads me on to the first one. And this is what also got me thinking about this whole list, is that at the beginning of the year, we had friends who gifted us something mm. very unexpected and to me it was just one of the most thoughtful gifts that we've ever received in a way from a traveling perspective from it's just so perfect because it ultimately it's up to you you know what you choose to do with it yeah. so this is a get your guide voucher get your guide is a app it's like website. a yeah it's like a travel i guess booking agent where you, the, you know, they, they, there's options available to do activities and excursions and tours and it's not at all as boring as the name sounds I actually think they picked a terrible name for it because it has nothing to do with guides first I thought oh cool a travel guide yeah okay that's cool but how do you use no, that I but think it's that, completely not I that. think the idea was like a guide in a destination yes to it's do an personal, activity with so you go with someone and you do like a, a food tour or someone to you how to cook and I think that was the idea mm. but it's evolved into a lot more than that look there's there's more than just get your guide there's also Kluk I think and a few other guys who's very active in Asia but get your guides pretty widely recognized and known and almost anywhere in the world you'll probably find an activity that's available on get your guide yep what makes them special in comparison to Cluck and the other guys is that you can buy this voucher of mm. any value at any time of the year so Cluck sometimes does a once a year they'll sell a 50 singapore dollar voucher mm. but they don't do it every year and it's of a specific value mm. where for get your guide you can buy somebody a personalized voucher either of an experience if you actually want to give them something in particular or you can give them a value of any amount to use as they please. And that's what mm. we, we got. We received a voucher at the beginning of this year. And it was so cool now. Everywhere we go, as we go along, you can take a look and say, oh, what's available now where I am? It, you can use it for something practical, like an airport personal transfer, a private mm. transfer. Or you can use it to do a fun activity. We used part of ours to do a river cruise in... It was in Borneo. It was in Borneo. From mm. Kota Kinabalu, we went south of Clias River. Uh, this is just typically something we probably wouldn't have done necessarily. And yeah, it, it gives you sort of a bit of a excuse to, <laughs> to do something nice that you, you know, and it's a gift. And that's all. Cool. Yeah, of things like, okay, cool. That experience came from these friends of ours. And you can use it either in one shot or you can split it up and use it multiple mm. times. So, so I think that's a really fantastic, that's my number one I think so. on the list for Super practical. giving someone something. You, you can do anything with it. And I'll tell you what, any traveler will love this if you give it to them. Absolutely. So there is a, in the show notes, I will add a link. There's a post up on our blog, wewillnomad.com, that will have a complete list of all the products with links. Go and check it out. And if you want to to buy any of these please follow those links that um you'll be helps, gifting us helps a cent or two <laughs> yeah no extra cost to you it helps our blog and our podcast a little bit okay so we move on before we get too excited i'll get you guide 
Yes, so moving on. We'll no, start no, no. With this the is cheap. also Lisa's uh, favorite, by the way. <laughs> we'll start with the cheap. We've got five gifts for under $20. Okay. Number one. Am I carrying on? Yes, <laughs> okay. because this is well, your favorite. I found this in Taiwan and in Korea. It's a small little grip which you stick onto the back of your cell phone, which is basically a piece of elastic where you stick your fingers through and that enables you to hold your cell phone more sturdily when you're taking photos or just working with your cell phone. And it always also has two little clips that fold out, which turn your cell phone into a cell phone stand or gives it a stand. I think we're all familiar with those little rings that flip out on the back of covers, but this is actually a very slim line and you can stick it almost onto any cover. It's got a smooth back or directly onto your phone if you prefer and it's very unobtrusive and it's it really so really makes a difference just to give you a bit of more security when you when you hold your phone especially if you want to hold it over something oh, awkward when we're on a boat i mean i For just sure. feel so perfectly comfortable slipping two of my fingers through this elastic band holding my cell phone out mm. over the water when we're on a moving boat and taking a selfie exactly and you and can buy I these can't for live without a this. couple of dollars uh, yeah. and it's really crazy okay i'll take the next one uh, and this is strange because it's something you think you might not need, but we actually use it more regularly than you think. Uh, and just it's probably not for what it's intended. No, it's a little bit, it's a little stick light. It's like would you plug into a USB port. So you can power it with a normal USB charge port or, you know, like a, of your, of your laptop or your PC. And of course, the way we use it most often is we, we stick it into a power bank, a USB power bank. And it's more like an emergency light. You can also stick it into just a USB charger in a wall plug. Of course. Yep. And we use like emergency lights. Sometimes we use it where we stay in a place and there's just no bedside table light. You know, bedside light. ambient lighting. There's just one really ridiculous bright and light in the room. Yes. Yeah, so you, uh, you put that on and then you can... Perfect mostly lighting. if you travel in countries like the Philippines where the power supply is quite unpredictable, sometimes you need a bit of um, light around you which is uh, which is handy so these you can buy like in packs of five or eight i think we've got ours in a pack of three back then mm -hmm. but we're actually only carrying one and it ended up being super handy and, and it's very so compact. compact it's so compact you can well slip it in your little bag and can... Look, on, that, on that topic we actually carry little headlamps as well very compact little headlamps mm -hmm. and which we use black occasionally diamond. yes black diamond uh, headlamps very handy if you go early morning hikes or go somewhere to see what sunrise uh, so you can put on your head and, and walk the around. The problem with those is that they do go through batteries. The, yes, Where of course. Where what's nice about the USB light is There's it's rechargeable no so you don't mind leaving it on for any amount of time. Exactly. Okay. Right, number three is a flexible cell phone stand. Now oh, when yeah. I say flexible, I mean adjustable. Um, I've got one that I like and you've got one that you like and yes. they're different. <laughs> but what's important is that you can place your cell phone anywhere you are at a desired angle. Yeah, I think the way we, depends on the way you use it, uh, you like yours because it's a little flexible bendy bits and you can reposition. I don't like it that much because it doesn't give me enough precision. Mm. You, yours, your, you, yours. Mm. I use mine mainly to put my phone on the stand to be able to watch, to be able to do yoga. That's right. Um, or just want to watch something on my phone. Yeah, that's right. And I use mine mostly just to read something, like a little bit of news so I don't have to hold it in my hand. Or as a mini selfie style or just a mini tripod almost in a way. Sometimes when we uh, go around in the mornings, I will take it worth and if you want to do a little video clip of your run then it's handy to, to plonk down you get 
loads of these available so you just got to figure out which one works for you and then make in our opinion it needs to be fold flat and it needs to be very lightweight for you to actually carry it and adjustable yeah. because one angle never works for everything okay i'll take the next one number four is one you introduced me to and <laughs> this gosh, is something brilliant it's, it's a travel washing line and it's one of those things that a lot of people think it's a waste but it's just the most Incredibly handy thing ever. This well, was the first thing we had. It's a travel washing line. It's mm. a pegless travel washing line. Maybe I should add that. It's yeah. a pegless travel washing line. So it's actually just like a, it's like a, what's it? Two pieces of elastic, elastic cord, cord that's like twisted. rolled or twisted and you just string it up between two things and you can tuck your little washing goodies in there. It's so here. incredibly simple, but mm. so We actually useful. carry two of these because they're so lightweight and and as I'm sitting here, I'm actually staring at one right now with my socks hanging outside on the balcony. <laughs> so it's quite satisfying. And it's just phenomenal. Anybody who does their own laundry when they travel. Even if you Even don't. Even if you don't, if you go to the beach and you come back and you've got a wet bikini, mm -hmm. a wet costume and a towel, you can just hang it up. There's every single place we've stayed in over 15 years, we've always found a spot. Sometimes it's more challenging than others mm. to be able to quickly hang up this line and you've got a space to hang out wet clothes. Can I can I throw another one in here? No. no okay. We have to keep them in Okay, we're keeping, keeping in order. All right. But hang in there. There's something else to do with washing. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites, <laughs> but let's move on. All right. The last one under the less than $20 category is we like the Sistema reusable water bottles, but really any reusable water bottle mm, well, it's got to be a look not anyone because you you need one that can what we like we want one can take a bit of a beating yeah so and it also needs to be able to deal with hot and cold water quite efficiently important. and we found this a steamer you get one you get different sizes as far as i know you get like 750 i think ours is 750 you get 500 more bottles that's a little bit too small and then they go up to like one and a half liters mm. i think and you get them in all cool different shapes sizes and colors mm. And they really are hardy. We've been using ours now for two years. Almost I think, two years. Solid. And that's using it every day, sticking it in a backpack, taking it on hikes, putting it down here yeah. and there. They've been in airplanes, they go up, they get squeezed, they can handle the pressure. Yeah, it's really crazy. Um, put hot things in them. What we do is only use them for water. We don't use them yeah. for other drinks or anything no. else. No, as long as it's only water, then you're good. And, uh, and They've saved us so much money. Well, the thing is, like even in Asia or most places, you get access to, to, to water, drinking water almost everywhere. And it's nice to have a reusable bottle where you can just fill it up. Normal plastic bottles don't last, mm. unfortunately. You gotta get something purpose uh, made for, for refilling. Yeah. And we recommend the Sistema one. Great, so that's five really cheap gifts, stocking stuffers for Christmas, or if you just wanna give somebody something small but really thoughtful. Our next range is the mid range, and that's from 15 to 50 US dollars. That's quite a range. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll go with the first one because I found this one in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we've looked around quite a bit, but maybe you first say what it is. It's a tripod selfie pole with a Bluetooth connection. Yeah, these are a lot more common nowadays than they used to be because you back in the day you used to only get these very lightweight cell phone selfie sticks yes with a little button with a little button but they are not that great frankly uh we were looking for something very lightweight like aluminium but still strong and compact so it can be very compactly folded but um, also getting the length so when you do want to yes. use it as a selfie pole you want as much length as possible without that's it right. bouncing at the end of the stick yeah. and when you use it as a tripod you want it to be sturdy enough that's that's always unfortunately the problem these like the one we've got is aluminium and it's a bit lightweight to safely put 
put down, especially if there's a bit of wind. You know, if there's a bit of wind, you put yourself, ask us how we know. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at one of our yeah. videos. In, uh, the wind, uh, wind is a problem. In Korea, where mm. our tripod kept falling over onto the railway line. Yeah, exactly. So, but it is a super handy thing. You can track it in your bag and actually carry it with you. And we do that. And it really gives you the ability to just do a little bit more than just handheld shots. You can yeah. place it down and, and just press the button press for the Bluetooth button. remote. Yep. And you can also just use the Bluetooth remote with your cell phone. So individually, if you have a different tripod mm. or something else, well, you, you use your cell phone to take photos in another way. Put your cell phone down at, on, on your little cell phone stand. Yes, then you can still use the Bluetooth <laughs> you remote. You can use the Bluetooth remote. It's a very versatile, three-in-one style product. Yeah. Okay, so keeping with electronics, uh, a power bank is a absolute necessity. Yep. And, you know, we left this this here. No, I don't believe. I can't remember. We packed our stuff this here. I had two power banks. And I looked at both... And I decided to take the one that's the most compact and lightweight and give me the best power to weight ratio. Yeah. But it's not the strongest or most uh, you know, most capacity. It's just something that's going to be able to charge cell phone at least three or four times. Well, the thing is that not only depending on if your cell phone lasts a whole day, when you're traveling, you're usually using the GPS, mm -hmm. the camera, your screens on all the time. So you burn through your cell phone battery faster than you expect. But the other thing is, especially traveling in a lot of parts of Asia, you cannot be guaranteed that you're going to have power, electricity, where you stay. Mm. So you can get home after a long day and think you're going to plug in your cell phone and the electricity is off. Yep, and can be off for, and for a while. And it can be off for a while. Yeah. So it really is a necessity when traveling across Asia in particular. And bonus is you can plug your little USB stick light into it. Yes. Where you put the power's off and you don't have light. Now it's super handy uh, whenever we, especially when we're in transit. Mm. That's actually when we use it a lot. Where you're waiting for trains and buses and planes yeah. and stuff like that. And if you have one that's powerful enough between two people, you can share it. Because yes. our one gives us four full charges. At least. And that's great. Throughout the day, we can uh, each recharge our phone at least a full time. You no, know, we've never had a problem running out of power. But it's just something you got to plan for as well. All right. Number three in the mid-range is something that every traveler knows about. And every traveler can't really have enough of. <laughs> and that's packing cubes. Yeah, if you watch any packing must. videos, anybody trying to pack a backpack or even a suitcase without packing cubes just hasn't seen the light yet. <laughs> no. There's so many advantages to it. Firstly, you can organize your gear and your clothes a lot better. Secondly, it's almost like you don't have to unpack your bag completely. You just whip up all your little packing cubes and voila. Yep. So there's your there's your shirt, t-shirt, there's your underwear, there's your whatever. So whichever way you prefer to arrange it, it just makes it so much simpler and more efficient. And normally what happens is you figure out a way to pack the cubes into your bag or your suitcase and it becomes sort of a... a little routine puzzle uh, yeah, like you know where everything exactly. is supposed Everything's to go got a house and you know something's loves. missing. For sure. Yeah. Yep. And actually, come to think of it, this was something that we also received as a gift many, many years ago from my cousin when he came back from America. They brought us our very first packing cube. Oh, yes. Actually. Yeah, from there we <laughs> and just... And we still thought, hmm, this is a very odd gift. And since then, Super we handy. just can't live without them. Yeah, we actually carry, well, we only use packing cubes, a, a variety of cubes. So you sort of figure out what works in your bag and what kind of sizes it works for you. Right, number four is yes, your my, one. My, okay, coming back to washing, my washing line we spoke of earlier. Now, this is some, a product, it's called a, a wash bag or scrubber. I don't know if you guys are familiar with scrubber wash bags. It's a product that was developed a number of years ago. And I actually looked at this a while ago, 
And for a while, we couldn't quite justify carrying it, it with us. The idea we actually set off this year without, without it, one. and then our friend came and joined us, and he gifted one to us. And yeah. now we can't live without it. Yeah. Well, the depends. I mean, we used to travel a lot lighter than we're traveling now. When we didn't travel absolute full time, we used to travel three or four weeks at a time, and we only had very light, small packs with us. So we couldn't really justify carrying the scrubber bag. The scrubber bag is almost like a very lightweight dry bag. Yeah. If you can imagine maybe a 25 or 20 liter dry bag, but it's lightweight. It's Mm -hmm. got, it's almost like a ripstop nylon with a coating inside. And the idea is you you, you use that rather than trying to wash your socks in the basin. Yeah. Because everywhere a basin isn't necessarily a that clean or have a plug or be watertight, even if it does have a plug or big enough. It's not convenient to be able to do it. So the scrubber gives you an opportunity to, you can add a little bit of washing powder to it and then you can fill uh, half of it with water, chuck your clothes in there, you close it up and you just soak it and you shake it and you bounce and it and you jump on it. And it's also got a lining on the inside, a certain area of it that's got a texture that yes. can actually agitate the clothing. That's right. To be able to give it a better wash. So it's just, it's, it's like a portable container really, which is specialized for washing clothes. And, and it's actually can, fairly compact. It is. Look, look I'm going to lie to you. It takes a bit of physical effort to use. Oh yeah. It's, not it's a simple good workout. Of, yeah. You've got to get in there <laughs> and wash your clothes. It's up to you how clean you want your clothes. But, and it takes a bit of time because you have to wring clothes out carefully. But we found that if you, um, efficient, I can wash a fairly decent load within about 15 to 20 minutes. Mm. And to get it dry, it's not that big a problem. It helps if you have a nice big towel. You can sort of help you know, roll dry. stuff in a towel, and then stuff dries very quickly. But I highly recommend the scrubber bag. Scrubber it also saves you fantastic. not only the money it costs you to go launder your clothes, but, but also the, the time. time. It's much quicker effort. and easier. Yeah. And quite frankly, we prefer washing our own clothes because you're in control of it, and you know that what you're doing is you're getting something clean. Everywhere you go, especially across Asia, you may think you're using a laundromat, but usually it's often people also doing hand washing and hanging out in the sun to dry. Mm. So it's just more convenient for us to deal with it as we go day by day and not in one huge washing load. All right, I'm going to let you take number five as well. Yes, this is (laughs) one of my favorites. To be honest, this is not something we use all the time, but especially if we stay in... A single place for longer. Now this is a Chromecast device. We use actually the Google Chromecast, but you get generic versions that does the same thing. And if you don't know what a Chromecast is, it's a little device. <laughs> it's a tiny little thing which you plug into an HDMI port of a TV, I would say. And then what you would do is it will you can communicate with it with your cell phone or with your laptop or your tablet and you can stream videos or music yeah, to from it. the layman it allows you to watch whatever you wanted to watch on, on your a cell bigger phone device. on a bigger screen that's right so it's if you like watching youtube on your cell phone hey great but if you want to watch it on a 50 inch lcd screen especially sometimes when you're traveling like us full time you want to actually have a movie night mm. and there's not necessarily anything on the channels or any no, other we've way never to do it other anything. than netflix yeah. um or just something you've downloaded on your phone and then it's fantastic you can sit back relax if you've got a nice big tv in the room and mm. actually watch a movie or some of our youtube exactly videos. it works brilliantly <laughs> the only downside is you do need a wi-fi hotspot so although there needs to be a wi-fi connection so you can so both devices, this in this case the Chromecast and your cell phone needs to be on the same hotspot or you need to create your own hotspot somehow. But it's not a big deal. 
Very good. Number six is something that I never thought about or being that important, but I also never realized how often we use it. We use it every single day. And that's one of the things you probably can't live without, a compact Bluetooth and waterproof speaker. Well, I think that waterproofing is um, very handy. It just handy. makes it a little bit more robust. We use it in the bath or the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it's super compact... You have compact, a lot of doing washing today. Well, close to, yes. So it's not like I'm worried it's going to get a splash. The idea is that you can actually take it to the beach. So we use the JBL Go 2. So it's a really small little speaker. It's about the size of a... Two matchbox or a pack of pack cigarettes. Of cigarettes. I don't know what a size yeah. of a pack of cigarettes is nowadays, but let's, let's go with a pack of 20s <laughs> or something. And it's well worth the bit of weight uh, to carry around, in my opinion. It just allows you to stream your own music wherever you are, mm -hmm. or even some, um, some radio. Because yeah. nowadays you can stream almost any radio station from around the world if you've got an internet connection. And, you know, like we're sitting here now, there's no... There's a TV in this wow. little flatlet, but I haven't switched on yet. And the thing is, one channel available, but it looks like it may be none. <laughs> so, yeah. if I just want a little bit of music for just sit back and relax. Ambience. Yeah, this is and perfect. And even if you go to the beach at a picnic, and especially if you're friends, we've used it so many times in Langevin as well, when you go to the beach as a, a group of people Absolutely. for sunset drinks or things like that, you can at least have a little bit of music. Yeah, for sure. Now, in the Philippines, you don't need to take any speakers to the beach, <laughs> because there's enough other people taking speakers to the beach. All <laughs> video key machines on the beach. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's All right, on. so that wraps it up for six items in our mid-range category. Next category is the splurge category. Now, everybody's idea of splurging does this differ. Is so this is anything above $50. And our items here do go all the way from 50 to roughly $400. Mm. So you really can go out there and splurge. If you're looking for someone to spoil or splurge, hello, we'll tell you which ones are on our wish list. <laughs> uh, sadly, we've got most of these already, but I hear what you're saying. The first one is a very practical one. It's something that we started traveling with this year. This year, we started yes, traveling with this year. We've got a survival water filter pro. And really, this is one of the best things. I'm so glad that we have traveling across Asia and I think anywhere in the world, really. It allows you to filter your own water from pretty much any, any water source. source. As long as it's not salt water. So you can, you can filter the one, the model we've got. We've done quite a bit of research and we preferred something that you can actually use. It's got a little pump action. And manual hand a manual pump. Hand so we get pump. a bit of a workout when we're not doing the laundry. Well, hardly. <laughs> But it's, um, you do get like the same model with the electrical pump, but it's going to add to the weight, I think. We were looking for something as compact, compact as possible, yeah. but that would still give us the best filtration. That's the thing, you know, you look, it's not the most compact thing to carry with you, but it does come with so many benefits. Now, firstly, from our perspective is you've got to consider that you don't have to buy bottled water. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's definitely a... Uh, an advantage in saving some money. Well, that helps save money and it also helps save the planet in terms of reusable plastic. Exactly. And so that's not the, continuously that's buying one of the next oils. most important things. Obviously, we tr nowadays, I'm surprised actually how often you can get refillable or filtered water refills mm -hmm. wherever you are. Yeah, the Philippines is quite nice. They've got all these little stations and you just throw a peso in the machine and it spits out about a cup of water. So it's very convenient. But for us to have this... Um, the water filter 
adds another element sort of of um, convenience. Yeah, yeah, we we really use it a lot in um, Indonesia as mm -hmm. well as in Malaysia. I think the last place that we got such good refillable water was in Korea. In Taiwan. Uh, in Taiwan. Yeah. So the filter we use is Survival Water Filter Pro. Probably costs around seventy dollars US. It's really exceptional value. It's a three filter uh, system, of which the Two of the three filters can do up to 10,000 liters of water before they need replacing. The, um, the, the third filter needs replacement after about 1,000 liters. But 1,000 liters of water is quite a lot. The other thing that it's really great for is if you're a big hiker and you go on long day hikes, you can take this with if you're in a place where there's rivers and streams exactly. and things like that. Instead of having to carry your two liters of water or however much water you may need for a hike, you can have the 500 ml bottle and your water filter, which can, is much lighter in your pack if you've got access to a stream and you can filter water directly from the stream. Now the filter we use is really quite phenomenal. It filters down to 0.001 microns and it removes 99.99% of almost everything. Mm -hmm. So you can even filter stagnant water and make it uh, safe for consumption. And, yes. yeah, and safe. The, the, the other application would be if you can imagine yourself finding an emergency situation Maybe it's a, it's a some of a flood or maybe natural, earthquake or some natural disaster. disaster. The first thing that normally goes is access to mm, safe drinking water. water. So you could potentially be in a position where you can at least um, yeah, supplement that problem. Get yourself some safe drinking water. Okay. Right. Oh, number two is something that you use every single day. I use a little bit less, but still wouldn't be able to live without, and that's a Kindle Paperwhite. Yes, Kindles are amazing. No, I think <laughs> everybody knows what a Kindle is. Indispensable. We can't carry books here. Some people like carrying books, but I, I still like to read a book every now and then. Yeah, but, but it's what's just fantastic not about your Kindle is you don't need to make that choice of, okay, what book am I taking with? And then you start reading it to page 10, and you're like, oh man, this is a really bad book. Now no, what? what? You've okay. got, you can have a choice of as many books as you want. You can even gift people books. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the Paperwhite is my favorite. I've been using it for a number of years now. And because it's backlit, it just, you can use it everywhere. It's, it's beautiful if you're traveling in the plains. And obviously, you know, I read a little bit of my book almost every day. I All I want it. from Kindle, please, is to make one that's waterproof <laughs> and um, also glare resistant so that I can use mine at the pool. That's mm. what I'd the like. The Paperwhite is actually very good for outside, but... It's just the water aspect. Yeah. Water and sand. I need it water and sandproof so I can drop it in the sand on the beach and let it How get a splash. How about putting it in a plastic packet? Ziploc bag. That's not a bad idea. Might actually. work, actually. Okay, cool. We just, just invented a waterproof Kindle. <laughs> I don't think we invented it, but all right. All right. Okay. I'll let you go with numbers so three and four. The next, well, the last three on the list seems to be all electronics. Well, mm. number three, yes. And number three we already have, and four and five are okay. open for gifting. All right, so, <laughs> well, we, we have versions of them. Yes. All right, so we do shoot the occasional video. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but we also have a YouTube channel and we try to upload two videos a week. It's mostly just for our little excursions and uh, what we're up to and what we see and where Can we go. Can give some travel yeah. tips and sharing experiences. Yeah, so if you're interested, go check out our website, wewillnomad.com and follow the link from there to our YouTube channel. Otherwise, go to youtube.com forward slash Andre and Lisa. Yeah, and what we use mostly for our videos is the DJI Osmo Pocket. Now, I'm not saying this is the best camera for making videos, but if you're a lightweight, minimalist traveler, this is 
incredible. And you don't even have to be a traveler to use this little device. It's super small. It's um, literally fits in your pocket. And it's pretty decent for uh, what you pay for it. Well, what makes it so special to those who don't know is that it's got a built-in gimbal. Yes. Which means that you get automatic, real-time physical stabilization. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the device doing some sort of image stabilization internally. It physically moves and keeps your horizon level, which mm -hmm. for somebody like me who's not very good at doing that, or taking video on the move when you're like walking in a vehicle even. And, or in a vehicle or on a boat, things like that. You just cannot compare the quality no. of this compared to anything without a physical gimbal. Yeah, look, the new, there are new cameras like, I mean, the GoPro you know, 8 was just launched. It's got some wonderful image stabilization software ability, but there's always a compromise. And I'm not knocking the GoPro. I think it's a fantastic product right now. In fact, that's number four. <laughs> in fact, that's the next, the next item on the list. So <laughs> we're still using the GoPro Euro 5 Black at the moment. And because I just missed the button, the 7, which now I'm glad we did, and the 8 really is looking incredible. Now, there's a lot of competition in the market at the moment in the action camera range. I think the DJI Osmo action is also looking pretty sweet, but uh, I think the, um, the Euro 8 has really lifted their game this year. And it's still our go-to for all things action and water sport related. Pretty much all our videos are shot on either the DJI Osmo at the moment, and the GoPro Euro Black, uh, mostly because the Euro Black is great for action shots. Yesterday we went on a scooter trip around the island, and we put the GoPro on, on, on a stick, and you create great action shots while you're riding, and it's safe in all weather. There's always a bit of compromise. Audio quality isn't phenomenal, but you know, this is uh, not exactly broadcast quality yeah. footage we're shooting, so and for our purposes, perfect. These are fantastic for if you know somebody who's starting a long-term mm. travel or around-the-world trip or something for a fairly longer period of time, they haven't been traveling or they might not have these um, devices, they've mm. been saving up for other things, this would be an incredible spoil to them. Yeah. They will be enjoying it almost every day of their travels. Especially if you have no other camera. I think the mm -hmm. GoPro Euro 8 Black is, can be the, your only camera. Because yeah. you can literally do photos, everything with it. Time lapse yeah. and You don't video. need, you know, you can you charge it with USB. It's super compact. It's waterproof out the box. You don't need a case for it. So it's robust. It, it does decent audio. You can take amazing photographs with it. It really can be your only camera if you just want to shoot that odd mm -hmm. little. The, the software is pretty usable. It's, you can upload straight to social media with it, etc. So between the Osmo Pocket and the GoPro Hero 8 Black, I think um, it's a perfect combination. And coincidentally, I think they cost the same. Yeah, very similar. Mm. Very, very similar. And then also in that same price class of around three fifty to four hundred dollars is the Mavic Mini, the new drone that's been launched. And I know this is on your Christmas wish list. Well, and I'm not sure you're gonna be getting it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've we always I mean we do travel with a drone and it's always that pro problem if you have the capacity to carry a larger drone, it's always nice. I think the the number one travel drone at the moment is still the um, Mavic I think it's a Mavic 2 now at the moment. Uh, but Ma DJI just launched the Magic Mavic Mini, which might be a good step for first-time drone owners. Super compact. It only weighs 250 grams with the battery. It's uh, got exceptional battery life, apparently. 
It's got a three axis gimbal. It only shoots 2.7k, uh, but I think that's all you need for, for most of it. It can handle a bit of wind. It's got some limitations in the range, but this could be the, the perfect travel travel the, drone. The compromise between size, yeah. battery life, and capability. Unless you want to do like serious cinematic shots and be able to fly it five kilometers away from you, <laughs> which you're not allowed to, by the way, legally speaking. Um, it's it, it might take all the boxes. It's we we uh, we travel with a we're still with the DJI Spark actually, which is the predecessor to the Mavic because you can't buy the the Spark anymore directly from DJI. And I think the DJI Mavic Mini is a bit of a stripped down version because it's got no obstacle avoidance sensors and the but you know it's got apparently a slightly slower processor because it can't do like live tracking and stuff mm. like that. So it's a bit of a compromise. So if you're really serious about those kind of shots, you're probably going to look at the Mavic Air, I would say. Oh, maybe they're trying to push But that's that double one. the price. Mm. So the Mavic Mini is $400 and the Mavic Air is going to be $800. Mm. Just to put that in perspective for you. But anyway, have oh. a look. Uh, there's, there's, we've got a full write-up on our blog. And yeah, that wraps up all the gifts yeah great uh, great gift good happy shopping it's uh, isn't it black friday this weekend it is actually coming up too <laughs> i i want to say i thought it was last month no i think it's this weekend it's, it's this week so if you're not sure if you want to listen to the podcast again feel free to do that or hop over to our website we will nomad.com and take a look over there for our post and uh, we'll it's probably under the recent posts. revisit this post once a year maybe and just chop and change it a bit absolutely all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And, and we'll catch shopping. you next time. Happy shopping Cheers. and happy traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers.